It's a long way from Stockholm to Seville, but it never dampened Ossa Danielson's lifelong enthusiasm for the fiery traditions of Andalusia. Today, she teaches the art of flamenco dancing in between tour guiding in Sweden and Spain. Ossa, welcome back to Travel with Rick Steves. Thank you. So how did a Swedish woman get all excited about flamenco? It's in the opposite end of Europe. It is. It is for sure. I was uh, a little girl when somehow I picked up that flamenco existed. And when I went to Spain for the first time with my mother, I was six years old. I told my mother I went to see flamenco. And I saw these women and they were so strong and passionate. And I decided I wanted to be a flamenco dancer. I had no idea what it meant. But that dream, I kept it alive through my whole childhood. I had bought this little doll you know, with the polka dot yes. dress and everything, a plastic doll, and I had it at home, like a little altar. <laughs> and I knew that I was going to be a flamenco dancer when I was big. So you were you were six. You're a little bit older than that now. Yeah, a bit. A bit. <laughs> <laughs> and are you dancing, or what? what is flamenco in your life today? Teaching, performing. I was the president of the Swedish Flamenco Society for some 10 years. I've organized festivals. I've organized workshops. I've been wow. a tour manager of one of the most uh, famous flamenco dancers. All, all that you can think of. You know, I cannot think of any two more opposite cultures in a temperament <laughs> kind of way of Sweden and southern Spain, where it's the heartland of flamenco. I think it's opposites attract. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, Spain is the favorite country of the Swedes to visit, to travel to. And why would that be? I think it's that it's got all those, it has the sun, it has the laid back, uh, passionate lifestyle that you need a little doses of. When you uh, live every up in the year, north exactly, up in the very, yeah. exactly. Maybe you don't want to have all of it all the time. You that, want a little bit of more structure and that's calm. So Swedish, so you can go down and have it, exactly. and then you can go back to your normalcy and your regimentation yeah. and your exactly. efficiency. There's a word in flamenco culture, duende. Right? Duende, yes. What does that mean? It means that uh, special state of mind that you get into when you're doing flamenco, hopefully it is not something that happens all the time. And what is that? Because I can just see the, the, the motions of the, of the singer and the dramatic. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's been written poetry about it, so many different ways of describing it. But I would just say like this total focus where you lose everything. It's like you're right here, right now. You're inside the music and you're just, it's just a complete presence it's almost when you are in a great flamenco moment, when the song is done, mm-hmm. people let out. They go, ole! Ole, they just yes. love it. You know? And it's and not just put on to make the other tourists clap. It's like, no. oh, baby. It's a release. It's, it's a release. A re- yeah. can, I'm, I'm feeling it right now yeah. because I want that when I go to flamenco. Oh, yeah. And I get it because yeah. I let myself be swept away <sighs> with it. And it's actually the way the music is built up that creates that crescendo. And everybody goes like, and it finishes and it's like, ole. You did that right with the... Yeah. You got that? <laughs> Do me the snaps again. <laughs> you did, oh, the Swedish flamenco, uh, duende. Yeah. All right. So you take groups down there. You've organized tours mm-hmm. for a traveler who wants to experience flamenco. I mean, I know there's a touristy flamenco show in Barcelona, but mm-hmm. I mean, I would imagine there's certain cities that you really want to be sure to to check out flamenco. Absolutely. Where do you go from flamenco? Well, I, the flamenco is very intimately connected with the south of Spain, right. Andalusia, although not only. You can find great flamenco in, in Madrid, of course, the capital, and also in, in Barcelona. But in the south, that's where flamenco lives like you you can go by some construction workers and some of them are singing humming flamenco and you walk by some little girls and they're clapping 
and it's just there everywhere. It breathes flamenco, and and the capital of flamenco, in my opinion, is Sevilla. Sevilla, which is the capital of Andalusia, which is that right. southern region. And that's where you can find flamenco four or five performances every oh, yeah. night for oh, the yeah. tourist and and much more. There's all the tourist shows, which mm-hmm. I find are very good. They're yeah. they're at a reasonable hour. They're designed to teach. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're quality and they're not expensive. Absolutely. I think the the greatest names often go to Madrid at the big houses. No, they also go to Sevilla, and, and they also. also go to the small places. But you could basically say that you have the two tourist shows, and then you have the big performances, which okay. takes place on the theaters. That's where the big names come. Where would you go? What venue would you prefer for that? I check which artist. Who they are, because you know Yo, the names. Of course, I would prefer a big name coming to give a concert. Then all the local flamencos would come there. They would be full of flamenco students. It would be full of flamenco lovers from, say, talking about Sevilla or Jerez de la Frontera or wherever you go. It will be full of those people. So you will be part of this this experience where the audience has such an important role. So it's role. a big concert so, hall. I mean, yeah. this is not a place that has flamenco every Tuesday. This no, is just no. a special concert. Yeah, yeah. They, they might have every, every Thursday or so, but this is not a place where you find a lot of tourists. No. But that is the big one, the big shows, the big performances, the big artists. But then you have the peñas. Peñas are the local organizations of aficionados, those people that are so passionate about this culture. And they don't want to make any profit. They just want to keep this culture alive. These performances are usually later. Yeah. And that is where you can find the most magnificent... That's the magic. Any tourist can go to the 7 o'clock performance with English and German introductions. Exactly. But I know when I go back to my hotel at midnight in Sevilla, if I walk three blocks further, there's a bar where there's a spontaneous gathering of Mm -hmm. flamenco aficionados. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I think it's free. You just buy a drink. That is a different type. So the peñas, they will set up performances and the whole audience will be full of flamenco people Ah. and there will be, everybody will be doing the oles in the right place and they will be full of this, what we call jaleos or these shout outs that really encourage the artist. It might be the same artist that was performing before at seven o'clock for the Germans. Oh yeah. But the flamenco that you will see in these peñas will be so different because the whole audience is with it and you will see how they really get into duende. So that's a happening. It's it a collective. Is, it is Everybody's a happening. Together. It's a performance and you'll pay an entrance Okay. and you'll have to go online and check. Okay. I'm going to look for that because that sounds like we're going to take the tourist performance to a higher level. Yes. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Osa Danielson from Stockholm who clearly is passionate about Flamenco. Well, so when we think about flamenco in the true sense, we've got different elements of flamenco. We've got the feet, we've got the clapping, we've got the snapping, we've got the castanets, we've got the shouting, we've got the guitar. Talk a little bit about what distinguishes great flamenco in regards to these elements. So the basic, the three most important one is the singing the guitar and the dancing. And then the other things are supporting. So the clapping is to keep everybody together. And the snapping is just percussion, like decorations. Okay. Castanets are not so common that people would think. They are used in some parts, but I, for example, I, I don't play castanets and okay. I've never done. You got this. Yeah, you use, use this. The interesting thing is how these relate to each other. It's all improvised, but mm-hmm. it's improvised in a way that is it follows some strict rules. And the dancer 
is like the director, the musical director. Okay. So you will, if you know this, you will look at the guitarist. You will look how the guitarist is looking at the feet of the dancer. They're following the dancer who is making rhythmical codes to show the musicians that are sitting behind where we're going, which part is the next part. So you will see a flamenco dancer come in, and then at some point they will do a stumping scene, yeah. which is saying to the singer, now you can start. The singer will not start before they're getting the clearance, the call out from the dancer. And then it's the singer's turn. And when the singer's in focus, everybody is following the singer. So I've been mesmerized by the sort of the machine gun wrapping of the heels on the floor. And that is actually giving signals to the ensemble. Yes. Yeah. And it's total focus from everybody. And the main focus swifts from the different people in the ensemble. But the one keeping it all together, it's the dancer. And then the heritage. Where did this come from? This comes from the cultural mix that the south of Spain So in the south is. of Spain, you've got gypsies, you've got Moors. Yeah, uh, you get the Jews, you get the court dances, this unique mix that has been brewed. Is it healthy today or is it threatened? No, it's very healthy. Absolutely. It's become a world phenomenon. It's, it's a UNESCO World Heritage uh, treasure And when since you go to Spain, years. you can put that on your list and you can enjoy it. You have different options. We've got the piña. <gasps> We've got the, the simple uh, tourist shows. Yeah. Uh, we've got the spontaneous eruptions of that spirit in the bar. And that is the most difficult one, to get to find one of those spontaneous moments yeah. that is the most magic of them all. And that's very rare. And if you get an opportunity to see that, that is something absolutely unique. get an unique. extra glass of wine and enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. Osa Danielson, thank you so much. Uh, I'll say taximica in Swedish, but also <laughs> say gracias in Spanish De for nada. helping us better understand flamenco. Ole. Rick Steves teaches smart European travel. At ricksteves.com, you'll find an archive of interviews from his radio show, free audio tours of Europe's top sites, and a world of information to help turn your travel dreams into smooth and affordable reality. Begin your next trip at ricksteves.com.